What's up? We're back. Another edition of Ray Ray's Podcast. Hope everyone is having a great day so far. Hope you're having a great week. Uh, hope you set some goals and you're crushing them. Thank you for rocking with us again. You know, we're back here at Hello Studios on the ninth floor. Beautiful downtown Dallas. Uh, traffic is really light so far. Uh, probably later on today, it's going to probably be really heavy, you know, because downtown Dallas, yep. all the construction and people from California that can't drive. Ooh. If you're from California, I'm sorry. I'm telling the truth. Bruh, I, I, I got my reservations about these. No, I'm keeping it to myself right now. And speaking about driving, I don't, I don't know if, for this younger generation, I don't know if your parents taught y'all. If somebody lets you over, give them a, give a courtesy wave. Just wave to say, hey, just acknowledge, hey, thank you for letting me over. People just be so rude. Well, there's a whole episode on Seinfeld about that where he <laughs> literally chases somebody down who didn't give him a thank you wave. And then for the entire episode, he's chasing them. It's hilarious. And I want to do this sometimes. The worst is also like when you open the door for someone and people don't have to say oh, thank my God. you. That like drives me crazy. Like, just say thank you. It's, You're welcome. You're, You're welcome. welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> it's like that, man. Oh, my gosh. Like, I hate that, too. Like, they see you open the door for them and holding for them. They walk right past you and yeah. don't say not a thing. I'm like, wow. Is that, yeah. is that what we're coming to? Yeah. Is that what we're coming to as a, as a civilization? Courtesy, please. Courtesy, please, guys. And put your blinker on. Please put on your blinker. I will not stress this enough. Put your blinker on. Uh, again, thank you for everyone that's been supporting us and listening to the show. Uh, we've been mentioning here in the last few weeks uh, a two-year anniversary tour. Uh, we've got a lot of guests that are going to be coming back. Uh, we're going to be revisiting with them and catching up with them, seeing what's been happening in their lives since the last time, uh, since we had them first on Ray Ray's podcast. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we started two years ago. Uh, we got some amazing content we've been filming, so go check all that stuff out. Uh, RayRaysPodcast.com. I'm going to stress it until I'm blue in the face. Go to the website. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, please, people, go do that. That helps us spread this amazing show to other people in the world. Mm-hmm. Please, please, please do that. You love us. Show us love and do that. We greatly appreciate that. Whew. I feel like there was a lot to talk about for a second. It was. I feel like I had a woosa. Woosa. Remember mm-hmm. off of Bad Boy Shoes and the woosa? <laughs> I feel like I had a woosa. But, so let's woosa here. And also, let's, you know, let's get people's uh, week and their day started off on the right foot here, all right? So, everyone know we like to do this. Start the show off with some positive words and sayings. Some things that help you reset your mind when things are going wrong. So, if you say stuff and you put it out in the universe, it's going to be out there in the universe. It's going to come back and it's going to manifest. So, we're going to manifest and we're going to speak some affirmations, okay? So, in case no one told you today, you're beautiful, 
You're loved. You're needed. You're alive for a reason. Hey, you're stronger than you think. You're going to get through this. Hey, we're glad you're alive. Don't give up, all right? So take those words, man. Just saying them. Just saying them makes you feel better just by saying them. You may not even believe it when you're saying it, but the more you hear it, the mm-hmm. more you're going to believe it. So yep. just keep those positive words in your mind. You're going to get through this. You know, We love y'all. Thank y'all for supporting us. And we want to support y'all. So if you need anything, reach out to either one of us. RayRaysPodcast.com, uh, Instagram. Just reach out. And uh, we got y'all. Whew. All right. Mm. That was that. Doesn't it always like re- it Yeah. You, it gives you the jitters. It's kind of like, it just it sets you off right. Now, we had something positive, now I gotta say something negative. I had my positive moment, now I gotta say something negative. <laughs> and uh, I hope, the person I'm about to talk about, I hope you're watching this. Give me, get, get a close up on it. I hope you're watching this, all right? <laughs> it is very, very, very upsetting. It's very, very upsetting that the NFC is becoming garbage and the Cowboys don't have enough cap space to capitalize on it. So whoever's running the cap, I want you to watch this. You got Bobby Wagner out there. You got Pro Bowl guards out there. Guys we need on this team, but we can't afford it. Because you can't manage the cap because you not to pay your running back almost $20 million. You don't pay running backs $20 million unless it's Barry Sanders. You don't pay no running back $20 million. Come on, man. Like That's bad financial advice right there. Whoever told you to do that, that's a bad experience. Instead of us waking up to good news about cap space and waking up to about illegitimate babies, and things and and nonsense we should be hearing about the Cowboys. It's been 26 years. I want a championship, damn it. I want it. I want it now. We're not the Seahawks. We're better than that. We're better than the Seahawks. <laughs> Why, you gotta, Why you gotta be so nasty, right? <laughs> we got a franchise quarterback. Unlike the Seahawks. <laughs> we, hey, man. we got a Pro Bowl linebacker. Unlike the Seahawks. <laughs> Oh my God, man! <laughs> we got Drew. Lock. We got Drew Lock. All right. <laughs> we got Gucci. Well, uh, uh, <laughs> we got Drew Lock. What's that? What's that? Uh, he was singing to that song. Uh, Shorty Low. <laughs> Shorty Low. Uh, Drew Lock, man. Damn. Oh my God. Damn. It's tough times. It is tough times out there. Come on, come on, Dallas, get together. The fact that we have to trade Amari Cooper or cut Amari Cooper because you cannot manage your cap, that's, that's, that's terrible. All right. But I can't do more, no more. No more football talk. No more football. I can't do it no more. I can't handle it. Hold up to your kids, too, out there. If you've got a kid out there and you're not claiming. Oh, God. <laughs> hold up to your kid, too, for all people out there. Oh, my God. I's the pappy. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the pappy? I's the baby pappy. <laughs> You gotta add that clip in there. Oh my God. I said, Pappy. Who Pappy is this? All right. Hey, man, but we got, go. a, we got a great show oh my God. Uh, planned for y'all. But, Rock, what, what's going on in the world of pop culture and things of that nature? Um, well, essentially, as you heard, um, really the only news going on lately is, is football, NFL, right? As you mentioned, Seahawks got rid of Russell Wilson, traded him, also cut Bobby Wagner, and then there's a lot of ruffles going. This is for those I keep talking about it because that's my team. All right, uh, there's been a lot of ruffles about Pete Carroll and his position, and a lot of these ex- Seahawks players talking a lot of mess about him right now. So we'll see where this goes. I don't know, but it's a little upsetting. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm beside myself right this time. Probably going to go through a drought. So we'll see. I mean, in all honesty, y'all have had a decade. We got a good pretty decade. solid. They're pretty yeah. solid for a decade. Two Super Bowls you went to? Yeah. Should have won two no, Super Bowls. No, okay, let's go on. Well, no, let's Y'all should have two Super Bowl let's victories. To the next but, uh, one. Your coach <laughs> decided to pass it on the goal line, but hey. All right, all right, all right. All right. I mean, I don't know. If, if I was playing Madden, halfback dive, halfback dive, halfback dive. I heard right. you. I heard you, man. I heard right. you. <laughs> so let me talk to you guys about this guest, man. We got a really amazing guest. He's also got a little affiliation with football, too, so it kind of works, mm-hmm. works in here. All right, so we have a gentleman named Paul Self in here with us. He's uh, based out of Dallas. He's a TV host, mm-hmm. uh, producer, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Inside Entertainment. He's a host and producer on that show, correct? Yeah, I was uh, for, for quite a while. And yeah. right now, um, well, actually, gosh, for the last nine years, I've been working with uh, Drew Pearson. Drew Pearson. Okay. Show, Speaking yes. of the Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> I was going to chime in with my uh, J- Uncle Jerry impression. But. Well, tell, tell Jerry here. Well, first off. Welcome, Paul, to the show. Everyone, let's give him a warm warmers. Ray Ray's podcast. Thank you, thank you, man. Oh, oh, hey, we're definitely humbled by your presence. I do want to let you know, man. Oh, thank thank you. you so much for coming. I'm Sorry. happy to be here with you guys. <laughs> Sorry, I had to let that rant go. I was just mad. Like, I went home and like I was on my way driving home when we left the studio, and I hear the radio about this alleged child incident, and I go to sleep and I wake That's up. That's actually home. me, the child. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I can't believe it. So, though no, you got this impression, oh, I want to hear this. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know you. I, I, I ain't seen you before. I don't know you, money. <laughs> no, it, it's funny watching Jerry Jones do this press conference. Like he talks with his hands, and uh, what we're gonna do is, um, um, and he says um a lot. I notice yeah. it. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that Arkansas boy in him, but. Uh, yeah. Man, that's crazy times. Well, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. So glad you came to stop in to our little humble abode we have here. Yeah, yeah. Hello Studios on our ninth floor. Beautiful view of our, of our city. I love it. Yeah, it, it's amazing. We were on the 18th floor prior, and man, that was a really amazing view. Yeah. But hey, we had to expand. Yeah, we got bigger. Mm-hmm. So, but it, it's got us a lot more room and more space here, and you know, we love it. All right? Mm-hmm. So, for those of you who are familiar with the show... Paul, it's your first time being in the show. We have a little segment. It's called Slow Down. <laughs> I just want right. to get to know you. We just want to get to know you. All right. Hey, we're going to ask you some kind of random questions. Really nothing to do with anything. Just random quick fire questions. Just, just sure. kind of get familiar with you. And we'll just see where it goes from there, okay? All right. So, again, let's remind the people who you are, mm-hmm. uh, what it is that you do, and where they can find you on social media. Yeah. So, uh, I'm Paul Salfin, and I... Uh, co-host and produce uh, Drew Pearson's uh, show, which is now the Ultimate Hail Mary, where we go through his entire career from the first time he picked up football to all the way to the Hall of Fame. And we went into the we went to the Hall of Fame with him, which mm. is really cool. And uh, a little bit later today, I'll be at the airport with him for the, um, he's got a, a restaurant and bar out there, which uh, he would not like it if I don't plug it. So nice. that's Drew Pearson's 88, uh, Sports 88 Bar and Grill. And it's in uh, Terminal E. Uh, by gate E5. And um, let's see what else. Uh, Which airport? Uh, DFW. DFW. Okay. Yeah. And uh, let's see what else. Uh, write and edit for AMFM Magazine. And um, I do the Movie Minute on KLAK every week, uh, part of the Critics' Choice Awards. And I should say we got our Critics' Choice Awards this weekend in L.A., so I'll awesome. be there. Awesome. Trying to clean up, trying to not look like a thumb. <laughs> and, uh, it's hard. And uh, what else? Uh I don't know. I kind of say yes to everything. I'm yeah. just a talking monkey. You know, they, <laughs> they hand me a mic and I just, 
you know, <laughs> start picking bugs off of people. It's perfect. I'm trying to get on that geo. Okay. So, they, so you just spoke about Drew Pearson. Yeah. Man, it had to be hard for oh, him man. all those years of mm-hmm. knowing he deserved it. Me and the on the all deck eighteen yeah. for that year and just still getting bypass and bypass and bypass bypass. And were you with him those couple of times where he was like waiting to hear his name? Like uh, I saw that video. I can't yeah. remember a couple of years ago. That was it's hard. That was yeah. rough. That was yeah. rough to see. Yeah, it was hard because, you know, it's one of those things. It's like the last thing that he had on his list to do, mm-hmm. you know, and then, you know, he's happy to retire and, or, you know, do other ventures or whatever. But, you know, he, he kept losing friends and family members, and he just mm-hmm. wanted, them, like, his kids and his grandkids to see him go in, you know, and he'd like to see it while he's alive, yeah, you know? Yeah, exactly. And so, um, you know, everybody kept going, oh, you're going to get in, you're going to get in. And, you know, the problem is, is, like, a lot of the voters are sports writers, mm-hmm. and they get younger and younger and younger. And he mm-hmm. hasn't played in a long yeah, time. Yeah. They just weren't as familiar, you know. But then what happened is, you know, we all saw like he got he didn't get called, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But what that did is that caused like a big outrage. Yeah. Even Stephen A. Smith, mm-hmm. who hates the Cowboys, came yeah. to his defense, yeah. you know. Yeah. And uh, uh, by the way, Stephen, if you're listening, Cowboys Super Bowl. <laughs> 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 Those are the three words he hates the most. Anyway, so. <laughs> um, so uh, it's 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 wild though. Like uh, mm. he was he, he was just so upset, and we we're uh, we weren't filming that day. I guess he had you know everybody else there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then I saw him after that, and I go, you know, this might be the the greatest thing. And I know this sounds terrible, yeah. but like you just remind everybody just got reminded about your greatness mm. by everybody. <laughs> you know, yeah. sports writers. Uh, like Michael Irvin went crazy, you know. Yeah. Like Michael Irvin hadn't said, you know, anything really, and he's and he's a big fan of Drew's. Yeah, but yeah. and then he just he just went on one of those great Michael Irvin yeah. rants, yeah. and uh, <laughs> that you hear in the club sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he is, uh, and it's just and it was just so cool to see everybody just talk about how important he was, and it kind of lifted him up. Yeah, and then yeah. they kind of had to do it. You know? Yeah. And, and the other thing was he was going to go in as a group class. It was like kind of like one of those like. When you when you graduate and uh, everybody at the class of two thousand whatever stand up, you know, mm-hmm. and now like you get to go in individually as he should, yeah, you know, and it was a fun process just to watch him do the whole thing to decide, you know, how much uh, how much uh, uh, material they needed for the proper fro on his bust, you know, and, like that kind of stuff. It was great. He's like, no, no, there's not there's not enough fro. I had the biggest fro in the NFL, you know, and that kind of stuff was so cool, you know, and he's just. Uh, and he is like seriously one of the nicest guys. I know there's, a, you know, there's oh. stories about players all the time, but uh, he's just um, like I've, I've never seen him turn anyone down for a picture, an autograph, where he doesn't charge anything. You know, if somebody brings him a football, he's gonna sign a football. If somebody brings him a jersey, so he's yeah. gonna take a picture, and he lets everybody wear a Super Bowl ring, which yeah, is I've crazy. Seen that. I've seen oh, that. Wow. Yeah. Even though. Someone dropped it, and a, one of the diamonds popped out. Oh, no. <laughs> was like, he still lets people oh, wear it. I'm like, I'm wow. like yeah. No, and I was like, man, you're too nice. I don't, I, don't, I don't know that I want everybody wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's, just, he's just been amazing to, uh, to work with. And so now, you know, he's, now he's coasting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I want to ask you a question about yeah. this. Speaking, speaking on that, you know, the whole thing, remembering the Hall of Fame, I feel like, some of these writers are getting mm-hmm. too much power. Oh, I don't yeah. think some of those guys should be voting mm-hmm. to get people in the Hall of Fame. We saw the whole thing with 
you know, the Barry Bonds and Roger mm-hmm. Clemens are not eligible now for the Hall of Fame anymore. And I tell you, the one that really upset me recently was DeMarcus Ware should have been a first ballot Hall of Famer. How he not went in because these gatekeepers oh, yeah. want to make it more harder for people coming in on the first time, which is mm-hmm. absolutely stupid. Mm-hmm. His career for itself, he's like number six in all NFL time, mm-hmm. all time leader in sacks, and won a Super Bowl. Like, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. All pro multiple times. What else is a credential to get in the Hall of Fame? Let let me know because obviously I'm missing something. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's just mind boggling. Like. For instance, and that's tell you one that really made me mad, Ken Griffey Jr. should have been a unanimous decision oh, yeah. oh, yes. across the board. Mm-hmm. One idiot out there was like, no, he doesn't need to go to Hall of Fame his first year. I'm like, idiot. Wow. Yeah. You're an idiot. Hey, if you're the person that voted that, you're an mm-hmm. idiot. Hope you're watching this right now. I like to stay positive, but you're a <laughs> moron for doing that. Ken Griffey Jr. had yeah. the sweetest swing of all time. Yeah. You can't, mm-hmm. I could sit there and watch him hit the ball all day, oh, every yeah. day. That guy was just... Amazing. Mm. Let me get on because I. (laughs) But no, it's it's like that in all those things. So like rock and roll hall of fame. There's so many people that don't get in, you know, and Mm. just year after year they're just either turned down or ignored, and you know it's like uh, you know whoever is voting, and a lot of it is like writers and people from Rolling Stone or whatever, and they just they just don't, and they they have a like a you know they have a special bias towards like heavy metal groups, and so there's like. You know, somebody like Judas Priest or something like that is, you know, on the ballot every year. Every year they get ignored. And just at this point, they're just like, nah, it's all right. You know? Yeah. And Kiss, you know? Like, you know, those kind of people. And then they finally yeah. had the fan vote, mm-hmm. which yeah. is something I think, like, you know, that that, uh, that would be really good for the football. They, I don't you know, know about just, that, though. It's, it's kind of tough because the fans voted in. Um, Andrew Wiggins over Luka Doncic. <laughs> yeah, I was so, like, man, I don't know about that. Yeah, that, so, that was... <laughs> I think you've got to you've, you've got to have somebody that's really good at statistics and analytics and stuff to put up put some kind of like equation together yeah. to, to to factor in the fans and the writers. So, but I don't know. As, yeah. I'm not the expert. Yeah, I know. It's a, every place has this yeah. problem. You know, I've, I've worked with uh, do some stuff with the Grammys, and I was voting at one point. You know, and yeah. it's just like you know, you just don't know. And so, some of the people, like with Critics Choice, mm-hmm. like we're fine, but like the Golden Globes, and now everybody knows. But there, there's people who who have not written anything in like 20 years, and they're like they're just on there for life. They don't yeah. even watch them, and they're just kind of like. Wow, well, I like Tom Cruise. You know, like, you're like, what? Come on. He didn't, yeah. didn't even have a movie this year. <laughs> all right. So speaking of kind of, yeah. speaking on the subject of movies, all right. So if there was a movie about you, mm-hmm. who would you want you to star as you in that movie? Wesley Snipes. <laughs> I got him. <laughs> Stop fucking lying. I can see it. There's a, yeah, look at the chin. Actually, that's almost as bad as Flex Alexander playing <laughs> Michael Jackson. <laughs> Have y'all seen that? Oh, oh, put God, that picture up of Flex. Oh, Who in their right mind thought Flex Alexander, darker than me? Oh my God! Tall as hell can play little short Michael, light skinned Jackson. <laughs> Bro. Someone in Hollywood yeah. tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> Call me. Let me know the explanation on that, please. All right. So there actually is a funny story behind the, the Wesley Snipes answer. So, so yeah, people always come up to me and they go, I know you. 
And I was yeah. like, no, I don't. I don't they, they're like, no, no, you're, you're, uh, you're in the movies. Are you on TV? Like, oh, I know who you are. And it's always the same people. It's okay. usually the uh, the singer of Coldplay, you know, <laughs> or uh, David Duchovny yeah. from Californication. Yeah. Or every once in a while, like a Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Fallon, if they're drunk, you know. <laughs> uh, but you know, I go, I know. Like now, I stop them. I go, I know, I know what you're gonna say. Uh, it's not me. But uh, Wesley Snipes. <laughs> Sometimes they pause. They're like, you know, wait, no. And so, about a year and a half ago, guess who I ran into? Wesley, Wesley Snipes. Snipes. <laughs> and I go, and we met before. But I was like, hey man, I gotta tell you something. And he's like, yeah. And I go, so uh, sometimes people. Uh, Say you know, I go, you know who you look like, and and, uh, and you usually say a guy. He goes, you do look like the guy from Coldplay. You know, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I, they go, I go, nah. I say Wesley Snipes, and he looks, at, he stops, and he looks at me, he goes, does it work? And I go, yeah. He goes, I go every time. He goes, keep doing it. <laughs> okay, so that was fun. All right, one, one or two more questions, and then slow down. Yeah. All right. So, if you had a warning label on you, what would it say? <laughs> oh, um, that's a great one. Um, wow, a warning label on me. Don't light a match. I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, d- warning label. Uh, <laughs> like try to keep up with me. Oh. You know, I mean, I just, I just don't stop. You know, yeah. like I work, 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 work. And like, because what I do is fun. Yeah. You know, but uh, like I, like I've. Like uh, most girls that I've dated and girlfriends, I'd be like, I cannot, ca- like, I cannot keep up with you. Wow. Cannot go to three shows and I can't go to four clubs. I can't, yeah. I can't just, like, you know, just keep doing this. <laughs> so unfortunately, I wear people out. Oh, man. <laughs> all right, all right. So last question here right. on this one. And we're going to dive into some good stuff here, okay? All right. So if you were a superhero, mm-hmm. what superpower would you want? You know, uh, I I thought invisibility, right? Because mm-hmm. I thought, wouldn't that be great to be able to just kind of, you know, slip in wherever and mm-hmm. just kind of check things out? And, you know, maybe you could uh, work your way into, like, some really cool rooms and just mm-hmm. kind of hear, hear what people say. But then I thought, man, wouldn't that be lonely, though? Or, like, if you heard the nonsense that people talk about each other or other yeah. day, like, it probably would make you sad. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Um you know, like if I could make myself invisible and and uh, you know walked out of whatever, it'd be like oh, that, that guy's terrible. You're supposed to, you know, like yeah. you, you'd probably just get all in your head because you'd hear too much. So probably flying, especially the problem with Dallas traffic. Oh Jesus, and gas, and if gas prices. Boy. Yeah, just throw on the cape. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. <laughs> so let's uh, let's dive in a little bit deeper here with you, Paul. All right. All right? So first off, I want to tell us where are you from, man. Uh, well, let's see. I was born in Clarksdale, Mississippi. Oh, but uh, I am uh, the home of the blues, uh, but I am from Philadelphia. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, don't hold that against me. Oh. <laughs> but kind of half there, half here outside of Austin. Like, I live sort of half and half. But mm. I went to high school and uh, or middle school, high school, and college in Philly. So I kind of feel like, you know, that's where, like, I learned to drive, learned how to play mm. guitar, all that stuff. And, um, and I first started interviewing people. So that's where yeah. I feel like I'm from. Yeah. Okay. It's uh, but I'm happy to be here. It's yeah. so much better here. So tell us, tell us about that first interview you did. Uh, Walk us through that, man. Okay, so, um, did you ever have a broadcasting class yep. in school? In high school, okay. yep. Man, you know, it's like a prison TV on the corner of the wall, and you know, just the worst. Like just just kids like 
uh, today it's uh, in the news and you know, <laughs> kind of looking and you know and so uh, I always thought I'd be behind the camera you yeah. know or work at soundboard even though I didn't know how to do that but uh, they put me in front of the camera and I don't know if it was to make fun of me or what but like mm-hmm. I kind of like long hair I was like sleepy and they made me do the weather I was a worse weather guy so I was like <laughs> ah there was like today it'll be 70 and <laughs> oh and you know just the worst yeah. and um and so we had to do our special segments and the teacher goes uh he's very dismissive he's like wow you like music go talk to some bands and literally like waved me off and i was like uh, okay so we took the big clunky cameras and we went downtown mm. in philadelphia uh, to the Trocadero, which is like the big flag, it's like the bomb factory. Yeah. Just knocked on the back door and was like, uh, our show sucks, will you be on it? <laughs> <laughs> sure, kid. Yeah. You know, and, um, and we just kept doing it, and it just kept working. You know, all these like big bands, you know, like Megadeth and Soda for Pilots, and you know, like yeah. all these things, and, and, and not one said no. They're just like, all right, you know? Yeah. And the bass player, Stone Temple Pilots, says, will you ever... Uh, Ever been backstage? No. He said, come on. You know? Ever been on a bus? Come on. You know? Wow. You know? You want to see how... I got to do another interview. You want to to see how it goes? Oh, wow. Yeah. And just kind of took me under his wing. And um, it was great because had any of those guys or those guys just been jerks or just been like... No, mm. call my manager. You know, then <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like I probably wouldn't do this, but I was like, wow, this is so much fun. So I bring the the collection of segments back, and the teacher like, smacked his head. He goes, "I met bands in the school." Oh, <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> you didn't specify it, and I was like, oh. He goes, "But good job. I don't know how you pulled it off." You know. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, when I was in broadcasting, uh, early two thousands. Mm-hmm. 2002, 2003. Yeah. Then the analog time. <laughs> time. Copy nerves. <laughs> Copy nerves real quick. Uh, so back when editing videos yeah. and setting your cameras, you had to make sure that the light was right, make sure mm-hmm. it was uh, cleared out and everything. We used to use a program called Casablanca. Yeah. Like Advocus. We used to use, had to have the v- VHS machine mm-hmm. plugged into the computer. It was... It was very complicated. At least you had that. We had like a little uh, cloth and a crank. <laughs> uh, here's how it's going to go. All right, put now. the words uh, underneath the screen. Uh, no. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was so primitive back then. Mm-hmm. But also, like, that's how it kind of worked in my favor. Because mm-hmm. now, these guys would be like, uh, no, we don't have an interview. Then they're like, oh, we do? Uh, yeah, sure. All right, sit down. You know, mm-hmm. and there's so much of it. I think we got away with just because of the time. The time, yeah. They're like, did you send in your request? Are you supposed to send it to Atlantic Records and this floor? <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. yeah, it's a it's, it's it's a lot of red tape. Um, not gonna say the company name right now. I'm trying yeah. to get certain people from a sober, certain company that's gonna be here for a certain big week yeah. in Dallas coming up. Ah, uh, yeah. so. You know, it's like, oh, we got to send it to this person. Oh, we got to send it to this person. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like, you know, it's, it's a little it's a little strategy kind of yeah. you got to yeah. do to it. But, um, hey, all I want to tell people is keep shooting your shot. You never know who's going to say yes. Um, oh, shoot, like I, I see it myself now. Like uh, like Kevin Hart, like he will stop dead in his tracks. And, I mean, like he has a, a big group that he travels with. And I've seen people like stop him and be like, hey, you know, can you say something? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm like every time. You know, uh, and uh, The Rock, like one of yeah. the nicest people. I'd like, I guarantee you, if you're like, you know, like, oh no, you got to talk to the manager. He's like, I got you. Come here. What do you want to know? You know? Yeah. And I've had that good fortune with like a lot of people, you know? And um, 
And so it still exists, you know? Yeah. But you have to have, like, the, the nerves, you know, to be mm. able to just roll up to, like, The Rock or, like, to Kevin Hart and his entourage and be like, hey, um, can, I, can I ask you something? You know? Yeah. But a lot of the, I, I think what you're talking about, a lot of the people from that uh, organization, the actual, like, talent or athletes or whatever, they're, they're really nice, mm. you know? I remember the first celebrity that told me no. Hmm. It was circa 2010. Mm-hmm. I was doing a video hosting for Jamie Foxx party. Yeah. Here, uh, he was on tour, and we did his after party as well for the company I worked for. Mm-hmm. But they had me going interviewing people and stuff like that on camera. I was nervous, yeah. out of my mind. <laughs> it was one of my first times, like really doing it, like on that magnitude. And I remember trying to go up to push a T. and to get an interview. Yeah, I forgot about you, push a T. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forget about that. Of all people, right? <laughs> yeah. So I tried to go to him. He's like, yeah, you're talk to him. I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> but no, he wasn't mean about it or anything like that. He just like kind of like got out of here type yeah. of thing. Yeah. He's like, I mean, I'm here to party basically. But it is what it is. I get it. I understand. Mm-hmm. I feel like there is a time and a place you should ask people for those. If someone is like not really wanting to be bothered, mm. you can get the vibe that they mm-hmm. want to be bothered. So don't keep trying to edge on and, yeah. and push and push and push. Just know when to say, all right fall back all right mm-hmm. but you know the craziest part is like i actually like I've, like I've gotten to know some pretty well-known people and the funny thing is there's several of them that have told me like you know it's kind of weird like when you walk into a room and people are just looking at you like they want to talk to you they want to say something but they're just staring at you and yeah. you kind of feel like you're like like the animal in the zoo you know oh, <laughs> you're just wow. like like i wish they would come up like like please come tell me what you want you know yeah so otherwise they're just standing there staring at you and you start being like do, do i look weird you know was it some celebrity I forgot who it was. I think it was. I think it was actually Ice Cube mm-hmm. that said. Um, he said, "Yeah, people come and ask me for a picture, and they just walk off. I kind of yeah. want to have a conversation yeah. with them. I mm-hmm. see. Ask me how I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, so I can imagine you just like. I've always wondered what it feels like to be a celebrity. Yeah. yeah. And then you just, you know, people just want to say they saw you and not actually get to know you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I don't know. That's uh, that's the social media world we live yeah. in. It's all about oh. And I was around this person and this person. Mm-hmm. Not people don't care the value that they have, mm-hmm. just the status part of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we gotta get away from that. You gotta get away from that. Mm-hmm. Like you living through Tinder Swindler, perfect example. Yeah. You got caught up in the lifestyle <laughs> that he was portraying. You got caught up in that, and you didn't know the guy first. Us as society, we gotta stop that crap. And it's like. Yeah. Mind blowing. Oh, yeah. Like a girl could look really good on Instagram, but be the most terrible person you've ever met in your life. But you're caught up because mm-hmm. of what she looks like. Mm-hmm. The inside of a car could be trashed. Trust me, you see the inside of my car, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could use a little love right now, too. Right. <laughs> Anyways. So let's talk about this. Yeah. You got a book coming out. Talk to us about your book. Oh, man. So uh, it's called Going For It. And, um, yeah, like and underneath it's uh, it's uh, advice, wisdom, and hail mary moments from the stars, and uh, it's got the foreword by Drew Pearson. And uh, so I, <laughs> well, it's it's kind of that. That's the interesting thing about talking about it right now is because it just is now going through a little bit of a change mm-hmm. because. Uh, I interviewed uh, like a few hundred celebrities for this, right? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, "Well, I could get to five hundred. Well, and then I could get to seven hundred, you know." And I got to a thousand celebrities, oh, wow. you know. And some of them I, I had had, you know, quotes from before. Yeah. But I just like during um, 
during the corona when I was stuck at home, I just started like reaching out to everybody, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I was doing several interviews a day, mm-hmm. and everybody's sitting home doing nothing. So they're just like, yeah, sure, you know? Yeah. And they were relaxed, and they had these long, great, wonderful answers, yeah. you know? And it kind of made the old answers, you know, the real quick uh, quips look not as good. But um, so what it is is three sections. One is advice where, you know, what they would tell somebody else who wants to go in their path. And then uh, the wisdom, like the things they've learned, like what, you know, um, you know, and then the uh, Hail Mary moment, which is our kind of our signature question on Drew Pearson's show, which is uh, the moment in your life or career where you just have to go for it. Mm. And it worked out for you. And the common theme with all these people, none of them had like, like you can't be guaranteed to be famous, yeah. rich possibly by good fortune or something, you know. But but famous, no, the people decide that, mm. you know. You have a billion dollars, and people are like, ah, I don't know about that. Guy. Yeah. you know what I mean. Um, but because uh, I've seen people put millions and millions of dollars into, here's our hot new artist, and people are just like, nah, you know. Yeah. yeah. But all these people have something special to them. But the common denominator is that they're. Uh, they just went for it. They just did it. You know, they they went like they used their last twenty bucks to to get to an audition yeah. <laughs> instead of eating, or they uh, slept on a friend's couch, or they borrowed money. You don't know how many people have gone through some real stuff. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they, um, uh, there, there's people slept in the car. You know, they're like homeless. They're about to kill themselves. Like it's it's crazy mm. how much like, uh, and and I thought, man, this is um, this is something that people need to hear. Mm-hmm. You know. And how it all happened is I, I had interviewed uh, Hugh Jackman for um, for an X Men movie, right? Mm-hmm. And I was so excited because he went through his whole story, gave like these wonderful answers, and uh, I saw the clip when we were doing the show on Fox Sports, and um, and he goes, uh, "Believe me, I wouldn't look, uh, I wouldn't be in this." Because I was like, man, you got to give us some tips for like us regular guys who are going to get in the Wolverine shape. Because I wouldn't be in this Wolverine shape if if uh, I wasn't doing this movie. Mm-hmm. And like, and uh, X Men opens on Friday. I was like, that's it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what about the what about the good stuff? You know. Yeah. And then it happened again and again and again. And I just started like, wow, I just put this stuff out myself. So I started typing up, saying, who wants this? You know. Yeah. Because for X Men, you know, you interview the whole cast. You don't just interview Hugh Jackman. You interview yeah. Patrick Stewart. You interview, you know, like, mm. you know, all the Michael Fassbender and and all these big people. And they and you know they use like, you know, so little of it. And it could be like one of those things, like like Kevin Hart and The Rock could have a have a movie together, and, and they use a clip of The Rock, and the Kevin Hart one just just sits there, just yeah. doesn't go anywhere. And I was like, man, this is terrible. I got to do these people have. So much to so much to share and so much that could mean something to somebody. Mm-hmm. And so I just started putting all this together, and um, it's crazy. Just uh, you know, um, you know how many, you know how much gold there is, you know. Yeah. And it, and you know if you've seen any of these uh, clips on you know Instagram or like the quotes, you know, like people love that stuff. They love the inspiration. They love to know that they're not such an alien in the world. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that maybe mm-hmm. maybe I could do this too. Or if not, just to know that they're not the only ones struggling. So I just wanted to put it out there in the world. And and so I got a big, uh, I printed out the book. Mm-hmm. The, I was so proud. I was like, a thousand. Bam. It was like this huge textbook. I was like, oh, no, this is too much. And oh, so man. now I think we've cut it down into three separate books. So okay. that's oh, where nice. we are right trilogy. now. Trilogy. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't you uh, anticipate being released? And- well, uh, that's the funny part, is that it, it takes a whole lot longer. Like, once I, I figure, all right, it's done. Now we what, send it to the printer, right? Because, right. you know, I come from, like, the magazine 
world, and you know that's what you do. Yeah. You, know, you hurry up and like let's get this thing out there. Oh no, <laughs> like they have to, uh, you know, they have to proofread you, even though that's what I do. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, it's, I think it's pretty good, you know. But all right, yeah, go ahead. And then they send it back, and then you make corrections, and they send it back again, and then they send you a copy of the book, and then they and then they have to lay it out. Then they send you, then they send you an actual physical one of here's how it might look. Is mm-hmm. there's so many like yeah, things in the good. process, but. Uh, should be in about three months now. Okay. Okay. So almost okay. done. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited because you know it's just, man. Um, you know, I just uh, uh, I, I also around that time I got hit by a drunk driver and and an 18 like, side swipe by an 18 wheeler came out without a scratch both times and I just thought well, that's a blessing. Ah, something something I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's this. Yeah. But but I just thought you know if I died those words would have died with me. Yeah. You know, all this great stuff that could be shared with the world. So I went crazy trying to finish it and I sent it to my friend. I go if something happens to me please put this out. So oh, at least wow. I know like it's you know it's coming out. Nice. <laughs> it's like all state it's a safe hands. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> Okay, so say for instance, someone has met you, yeah, and they have a misunderstanding about you. Mm-hmm. What do you think something that someone would misunderstand about you? Oh gosh, people misunderstand me all the time, you know, because mm-hmm. I mean, and part of it is my fault, you know. We uh, we show kind of what we want to show on Instagram. I show nothing about my family, mm-hmm. you know. I have the most wonderful family, you know. And, um, you know, I've, I've great friends. I just kind of leave them out of it just because people are weird. You know, yeah. Yeah. start messaging, like put my dad on there. People met people, friend. I'm like, no, leave my dad alone. You know, yeah. I start messaging people. And I just kind of, I just kind of like just, it's surface level stuff, you yeah. know? And so people, I think they think that I just, I do nothing but, you know, fly around the, fly around the world and hang out with models and celebrities. And that's not true at all, you know? Mm. Uh, I, you know, uh, I love being with my family and, and, uh, you know, um, I have a daughter that means the absolute world to me, you know, and, uh, you know, and, and her brother, just, it's, uh, the greatest things in the world. I, and a lot of people meet me and they go, well, if I would have known this, I would have liked you a whole lot better. Be like, what do you mean? <laughs> and, um, and I'm not like some independently wealthy, like multimillionaire that's yeah. like a plane or whatever. I sure yeah. have friends with planes, but they're friends with planes, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, like, um, and they don't they don't always invite me, you know. I'm flying. I'm not even fly first class either, I fly, you know. And so I think <laughs> that people think that I just have this like this cushy life and no, you know. Um, I don't know, uh, and it's just not true. And it, and it's funny. I think a lot of a lot of people that have a spotlight that are like in the book, no matter if they're famous or not, they kind of have the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh well, you know, must be nice in your heart. Well, like they they struggle with the same things too. Yeah. You know, some of them are the most insecure people you've ever met. You oh. know, and um, they don't ever think that they look good. You could, you know, it's like when you like when you meet a girl and you're like, hey, you look great. And, no, I don't. You're just saying that. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's hard for us to understand that. But mm-hmm. but yeah, I think people. Uh, have a misconception all the time. I just have this, like, you know, fabulous jet-setting Playboy lifestyle. Yeah. And, oh, no, there's a whole lot more. There's so much boring stuff that I do that goes, that doesn't, you know, like I write corporate bios for people. You oh, know gosh. what I mean? I write letters for, for CEOs, you know, that they can't, you know, <laughs> that or don't want to write their own letter. You know, just, right. you know, stuff that would not be that interesting to people. But, yeah, it's like, oh, you – and so it makes it it makes it makes terrible on, like, my dating life, you know, because mm-hmm. girls are like, oh, like, 
you know, I work with the Dragonfly Agency, which direction is it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, we're on models all the time. And people, you know, girls would be like, oh, yeah, but you and all your models, like, oh, my mom, what do you think? They just stand outside my door and <laughs> yeah. wait to come <laughs> and hang out? They're feeding like, me grapes or something? That Jesus. sounds fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> like, but that is just not true. Yeah. But, you know, that that's the thing. Yeah. It's the... You know, it's the you know, it's the perception that people have. So it's yeah. a, you know, it's a blessing and a curse too, yeah. because yeah. I've also gotten a lot of work by people being like, "Oh, I, I, this guy knows this person, this person, this guy can do this." So, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's there's uh, there's always so many misconceptions, you know. Okay, so we know you got the book coming about. Yeah. I said about three months. Mm. Any other projects you're working on? Yeah. Uh, anything else that's going to be coming out soon? Yeah. So, uh, oh gosh, there's always something. <laughs> mm. It's like there's there's always um, things that you're that you're working on that you hope it works. You know, um, you know, someone gave me a, a movie script that needed a lot of help that I'm trying to help with. I never written a movie in my life, so mm. I don't even know if this will 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 happen or come out. Um, and uh, I was just in my first movie. Um, it's called uh, Thirteen Tracks to Frighten Agatha Black, and. Uh, I like a uh, haunted record, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> well, I play Mr. Black, you know, yeah. as a, you know, and uh, well, congratulations I, on that. Thanks, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just really in the beginning of it, yeah. but, and then my character dies, but oh. <laughs> but um, but it's you know, it's about Agatha, you know, the daughter, yeah. Um, so uh, that's going to be really cool, and then um, you know, still working with uh, Drew on everything. In fact, like I said, after this, I'm going to the airport mm-hmm. and we're just, Always working on that. Uh, AMFM Magazine, which, you know, I do a lot of interviews for, is looking to go to print, which is funny. It's kind of going backwards to me. But also, there's so few print magazines now that right. why not? There's why not? Yeah. Hey. And uh, gosh, what else? Um, we're, uh, we're working on a lot of things for Critics' Choice Awards. You know, we have, um, you know, several different award shows now, and I'm on, like, every board or committee that they is as possible and it's it's really cool to see things branch out and getting like a lot of um uh a uh, lot of different kind of things like you know it was first is just the critics choice awards then we have the critics choice documentary awards and the now the super awards the real tv awards um celebration of black cinema um celebration of latino so there's so many good things mm-hmm. and, and it's just, it's that's like a full-time job in itself you know so, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. What else should I work on? You got anything? <laughs> I mean, you can save thousands of dollars by switching to Geico. I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, actually, I'm glad I have you guys here, um, you know, because uh, I've been trying to reach you guys about your car's extended warranty. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. You got it. <laughs> oh, oh Lord. Okay. No, but, uh, but yeah, I t- gosh, I'm always working on something, but mm-hmm. that's, it, that's again my blessing and curse. You can be like, you know what? I got to. It, can, can you work? Yeah, of course. I, always, <laughs> I say yes to everything, and then try and figure out how to time manage it later. All but right. uh, I guess yeah, the big thing is the book or books. Now. Books. So, books. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what is what is it you want someone to take away from this interview? Someone uh, is watching this. Like, hey, I want to be the next Paul. I want to do the things Paul do. What type of advice would you give them, and what do you want them to take away from this interview? Uh, you know, for a guy that. Uh, came out of Hartsville, Pennsylvania, which you'd never heard of. No one famous has ever come out of there or probably ever will. Uh, just this little tiny town and uh, just by f- trial and error, mostly error, you know, found mm. a way to to be in front of the biggest people in the world. Mm. And, uh, and uh, just by... 
I don't say never take a no for an answer because that's you know, but but all just 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 keep getting back up and dusting mm-hmm. yourself off, and um, you know, inside this book is, um, I mean, everybody from like uh, Tom Cruise and Nicolas Cage to The Rock to Kevin Hart to Metallica to uh, Buzz Aldrin to Richard mm. Branson to Mike Tyson to. Uh, I mean, just the, some of the biggest people in the world, like astronauts, authors, you know, um, and all of that just came from me just uh, just uh, just wanting to, you know, wanting to be in front and trying to figure out how to do it. And I still do that, you know, mm-hmm. and and now I wake up every day happy because every day I get to talk to somebody that's really cool and really mm-hmm. interesting. And and I think that anyone if I can do it, anyone can do it. Mm-hmm. I have no real like that. Broadcasting class is about the extent of my my uh, formal training. Mm-hmm. You know, the rest of it has just been how do Hands I do on. this? Yeah. yeah, and so um, so yeah, I'd say like anyone could do it. You know, and 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 this is also the best time that you can do it because then, you know, uh, I mean, even when I started doing TV, there's only couple of stations and I was like oh well we've already got CBS doing this for us and but now it's like there's so many podcasts there's um you know you can make your mm-hmm. own show there's there's YouTube there's you know there's there's people that are just big on social media mm-hmm. and they get like great opportunities too so you know there's no reason why there's not room for for everything you know mm-hmm. and um and I hope that uh you know I hope they'll check out the book and 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 you know like I said, not feel like such an alien in the world, yeah. you know, because all these people have had struggles. So it doesn't matter if you want to do what I do or not, or if you would rather, you know, be an athlete or a you know, musician or astronaut. And mm-hmm. all these people are just such cool stories of how they, you know, saw someone on TV or, you know, thought about like, man, I want to do that, you know, mm-hmm. and they just they just figured out how to. So it's kind of like, I want to say anything's really possible nice. yeah you know? just keep grinding just yeah. keep grinding i hate to say anything's possible because yeah. i could not go play with cowboys <laughs> do it yeah yes you can <laughs> just do it <laughs> dream success while you're gonna wake up and work hard at it <laughs> nothing is impossible <laughs> shout out bluff thank you for for those motivational words oh yeah well you know there's there's yeah. there's so much good stuff uh in fact do you do you want to do you have uh 57 seconds I have 57 seconds. All right, yeah. cool. So, um, so uh, Mark Wahlberg was just in town, and he mm-hmm. said something that I got to play for you. That is, uh, I'll put it up to the mic here. Okay. But uh, I just, I, I, that hasn't come out yet, and I'm, I'm real excited about it because, you know, the things that this gives you an idea of what this is not going to be in the book because you know it's done. But this is the kind of stuff that people pass along that I think, you know, can actually uh, mean something to somebody. You know, and uh, and so check this out. This is success to my focus on my faith. Yeah, you know, everything that's that's been good in my life has come after I kind of got on my knees and made a deal with God and and really started to work to be a better person. And and the things that I wanted in life, like a a great woman and all those things, they didn't come to me until I was prepared and, and, and deserving of those things. You know, um, but hopefully people will start looking at good. There's not enough good examples out there. You know, a lot of people have a tendency to look at the cool guy on the gram, you know, that's got the car and the plane and the jewels and the girls. And, and you know, who knows whether that's real or not. But that doesn't give you real fulfillment, you know. Um, at the end of the day, those things don't make you happy. Finding joy in your heart and working on being the best person you can be and having people 
uh, find inspiration in that, that's pretty special. So yeah. I'm continuing to work on that. That feels a lot better than any of the other success that I've had. There you go. Yeah, that's, you that's, know? that's awesome. And that's the kind of stuff that I get out of people every single day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, so right now I guess I'm trying to find other avenues for that too because it's really, there's just, you know, I'm I'm only one person, but I've got like a ton of output. Mm. So yeah, I, I mean that that's the kind of stuff that you'll that you'll read about and see because you know, and sometimes it's just those reminders, like yeah. the affirmations that you have. That's important to somebody. Like you don't know when somebody's going to listen to that, and that's going to be like, you know, the thing where they're like, okay, you know what? Yeah, I I, I am loved. You know, I do yeah. I do know I do know who loves me. Yeah. You know, so and you know if that's yeah, you know, we can affect one person like that. Mm-hmm. Then you know, it's worth we'll it. It's worth it. it. Yeah, yeah. We left the world a better place than we found it. So that's that's what I'm trying to do. That's awesome, man. This has been such an amazing time sitting here Thank talking you. with you, man. I've learned so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, really entertaining, man. You're a great person. Right? Rock, what you got for me, man? Once again, I uh, yeah. Once again, I do appreciate you coming, yeah. and stopping by, man. It definitely is a privilege. Uh, some of your statue uh, coming and stopping by. You know, mm-hmm. it was it was awesome. So. Um, definitely was blessed by your presence and then also those, those great words and man you got so much knowledge and, and I'm definitely glad that you're here oh, so. thank you so much yeah, yeah. I'll uh, share with you mm-hmm. uh, one version of the book at least and so you could check it out and see what you think yeah. and if yeah. there's anything that you want to share with people please do oh for you know? sure for sure that's, that's, a, that's what I want I wanted to get out there in the mm-hmm. world these are not the words for me that's for everybody nice. and, and remind people where they can find oh, yeah. stuff out about you your social medias websites anything Mm-hmm. Tell all those people that where they can find you at. Yeah, so I'm at paulsalfen.com, um, which is S-A-L-F-E-N.com. Uh, and then um, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, just about everything under just my name, under Paul Salfin. It's very, uh, very boring, but easy to find me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And so we're going to end you off on a positive note. Yes. But before, make sure you're still going to raybeespodcast.com, youtube.com, subscribe. Shout out to our man Perion, our photographer. The best photographer in the world right now. Mm. Uh, find him on Instagram, p.mans underscore. Uh, he's, he's doing some amazing work, guys. Mm. So go check him out. And, you know, we just want to leave you with some positive notes, all right? Say, I will boss up financially. I will boss up physically. I will boss up spiritually. I will boss up mentally. Invest in yourself. This is your boy, Ray. And Ray. Another edition of Ray Ray's podcast with our man, Paul. And we're out of here. Hey, get money all day, get money all night.